us more. Hey guys, we're Janice and EJ Gaines, and this is Only Gaines, where we talk about lessons we've learned and things we've gained, things pertaining to our life and how we love God in it. And we get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, we do. We talk about <laughs> marriage, 14 and a half years of wedded bliss. Oh, so much bliss. Parenting. Yes. Faith. Mm-hmm. Unity. All that. Being black in America. Oh. Being Christian in America. Mm. <laughs> and everything in between. We are the gains is finding the gains in life. <laughs> As if. As if. And we're back. <laughs> That's how I want each one to start. And we're back. So should I talk about the time <laughs> that, that I told the Holy Spirit I would be back for him? I think we should definitely tell that story <laughs> because I don't know anybody else who's had the nerve. To tell the Holy Spirit to wait. To tell the Holy Spirit to wait. I didn't know what I was saying, in fairness. Well, um, that, that is true because yeah. when I met you, you were not saved. I was not. I did not know Jesus. I did not. Um, I definitely didn't follow him. I knew of him and I thought I knew. I thought I knew enough. Yeah. But I you definitely. You knew culturally. I knew but culturally not... who, who God is. I knew who Jesus is. And you knew gospel music. I knew gospel music. And I knew, and because of I knew gospel music, I knew a lot of scriptures, actually. Uh-huh. I just didn't, they weren't in my heart, and I wasn't following. You didn't think they applied to you? Or? I didn't know that they were something to apply to your life. I thought they were just, like, ideas that were good for them over there. Like, they sing that, that's their lived experience. Huh. And maybe someday I'll live an experience that will make those hmm. relevant for me. Yeah, but they, they're not now. But So they seemed far. They seemed afar off. Very afar off. Okay. Like I had to be older to get it or I had to go through something traumatic to get it. Okay. You know, like the gospel was – because gospel music has always been such a, a music of salvation and deliverance. Yes. It is – From great pain. From, from great pain. Yeah, birth out, yeah. Of, out, of, out of slavery in, yeah. in the U.S. And so connected to it yeah. is – you have to have been going through going through something for a this depth to that is important yeah, and carrying people yeah. through. But I, I was twelve. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> what had I gone through? And some twelve year olds. Some twelve year olds do, but I had definitely had not. Yeah. And um and so I just it was just great music and yeah. I liked it. Um, but it is the music that ended up wooing me um to Christ in so many ways. Okay. And um when I got to college in New York City. Um, I joined the gospel choir because hey I, I loved singing the gospel choir. And they kept saying these things about this isn't just a choir. This is a ministry. This isn't just about singing. This is about a lifestyle. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just get to my tenor part. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted to know. But in that time, you know, the Holy Spirit really took hold of me. And mm-hmm. I became even more deeply interested uh-huh. in faith. Uh-huh. And so anyway, I started going to a church in Brooklyn. Loved, Who's church? <laughs> Bishop Hezekiah Walker. Hey, hey. Incredible well, they gospel shout artist. Real fast. Oh, they shout so fast. <laughs> they dance and the music is, I mean, you're gonna get a you workout. Shout, they shout fast in Brooklyn. Yeah. I and I know how to do that. Thank you for everyone. <laughs> I know how to do that. I don't do it anymore, but I, I know, know how. how to do it. And I expect it. And I secretly judge you if you don't. <laughs> Just putting it out there. A little slow bopping. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, that ain't, that ain't shouting. Oh, I, no. What do people clap on the one and the three instead of. It's like, no, uh, it's play kidding. the drums Come with on, your body. Whole body. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that was the church I went to. Okay. And it was holiness um, and apostolic faith. What do you mean by faith. holiness? Okay, so. 
if you went, if you go even now to Love Fellowship Tabernacle, any of the locations where the bishop and, and overseer is Hezekiah Walker. Shout out to Hezekiah Walker. I love you. Love him Love so that much. man. You know, women are not wearing pants. Okay. Um, women are having their heads covered with like at least a doily, like, okay. a, like a lace um, okay. doily thing. And there are certain doctrinal beliefs that were that are just intrinsic to that faith. Okay. You are saved through Jesus, uh, through the name of Jesus, salvation in the name of Jesus. You're baptized in the and name you of say Jesus. It, and Jesus only. And Jesus only. Is what yes, you mean. I'm sorry. Yes. yes, in Jesus only. Yeah. And baptized in Jesus only, in the name of Jesus only. Okay. Not the Father, the Son, the Holy. Not uh, Jesus. Baptized in the name of Jesus. So <laughs> here's little me. Loving gospel music, drawn to the Father, and I decide, you know what? This is the ministry that I want to, to, to commit to, to dive deeper into my faith. Okay. And they said, hey, listen, if anyone's never been baptized, we, you know, we can baptize you. And they had kind of embraced a lot of us college students who were going mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the pastors, the associate pastors, I said, I think I need to get baptized, man. Because like, you had never been baptized I'd never before. been baptized. Right, right, right. No, I, I was raised in the Christian Methodist Episcopal denomination. Wait, wait. So wait, was I, up, where my up. dad is the bishop, senior, the senior bishop, bishop of the Christian Lawrence Methodist Episcopal Church. The um, and we, I Mr. think, Reddick, shout I was out. christened, but I didn't get baptized. I didn't, I didn't okay. choose to get baptized. Okay, gotcha. So I said, you know what? I should get baptized. This is real for me, okay. and now's the time. I, I want to make that. Decision. I want to make that declaration okay. publicly, and and really just commit to my faith. I was just in at this uh-huh. point. And at the church, we did not have a baptismal pool, but okay. we had a, a a a sister church in Brooklyn or a ch- deeper church deeper in Brooklyn, deeper deep in Brooklyn, um, that we use their pool from time to time. And okay. now Brooklyn, if you've never been in Brooklyn, if you've never there been. are parts of Brooklyn that you could kick it in all the time. Yeah, and then there are parts of Brooklyn that you don't generally would not be on a Friday night. If that's not your neighborhood. If that's not your neighborhood. Also, it's hard to get a train deep in Brooklyn because any train that does not go into Manhattan right. is not prioritized. It's, it's not prioritized. And so, yeah. and and the later at night it gets, the less frequently they run, yeah. less predictably they run, and it just is what it is. And I mean, you're a student. and Yeah, I'm a student and I'm just trying you to You have get, stuff to do. Yeah, so I'm. it's Friday night. The associate pastor says, hey, we meet at this church deep, 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 like, Ah, I don't know if it was in Bed-Stuy or like deep down on Flatbush Avenue. It was deep in I'm Brooklyn. Say, yeah, okay. And he said, we meet here. We're going to meet at 7 o'clock at night on Friday. And he said, that'll give you enough time. <laughs> that'll give you enough time to get baptized and get back to Manhattan. And I said, okay, great, before the train stopped. Oh. So I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, this is... I've got to get there. I got to do this, and I got to get back because okay. I don't know where I am in okay. Brooklyn. Okay, and I'm 19, 18, whatever. You're from Chicago. I'm from but Chicago, it's still a very like, pristine part of it. I was about to say it's on the south side, <laughs> yeah. technically. Yeah, but it's, it's Hyde Park. It's Hyde Park. <laughs> University of Chicago <laughs> yeah, campus. Yeah. Everything is just you know pleasant. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, let me get into Brooklyn, get baptized, and get right back to Manhattan <laughs> to my dorm. And uh, so we meet at this at this church, and it is. If I thought my church, if the Fellowship Tabernacle was holiness, this church is holiness squared. Because, <laughs> because it was a Friday night and there was old church mothers. Now, if you don't know what a church mother is, she may or may not even be a mom. Um, <laughs> she, she may not actually be that? a mom. They, they're just women who are old enough in the church to be considered mothers of the church. Okay. And um, gray-haired, short but look like she could snatch you up in a minute, uh-huh, like that, uh-huh. and that's what you. I, I think those I'll are the, come across those. those are the biblical qualifications yes, for a church for being mother, a church right? Mother. Absolutely, absolutely. And so she's sitting there in all white, and it's Friday night at oh seven p.m. Word. So you know yes. this is all she's doing today. She's not yes. going to the club after anything. No, and she's no, no. Wearing, she's definitely not going. Definitely to the Definitely not. <laughs> she's wearing all white, a white skirt, white stockings, white um, kind of nurse's shoes. 
You Wait. know the the um the soft uh yes yeah. with the um with like the little lace uh, that like the, and the ridge around yes, the front yes the ridge yes. that I'm thinking of she's yes. wearing those and she's wearing like a white blouse um and 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 she's wearing oh under her skirt you can see that she has a slip like she's right. they oh, don't even sell slips anymore can you imagine that it's a thing of the past except like, for the church mothers daddy, no one is buying that Bishop Reddick would be like you I couldn't go to church with him without a slip where's he would say to me where's your slip lady at age what. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 25, 23. 30, 35. <laughs> well, she, so she comes up and she says, praise the Lord. She's not interested in my salvation story. She, this is This is all, this it's, is, transactional. She's, it's transactional. This is what we're doing on Friday night. You're here to get baptized. I'm here to baptize you. Period. This is what we do. This is what I do on Friday. Every other do. Friday yeah. night. Right. And so I'm like, hi. And so she says, you're going to change into your clothes. So I've changed into whatever white garb. Yeah. That that, that yeah. they had there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, this is it. I'm going down. Like Thank you, Lord. I'm making this commitment. For you, God. And um and and so I go up there and she baptizes me and I come up and, uh-huh. and the associate pastor from the church baptized me, says, Congratulations, brother Eric. This is so great, you know, I'm so excited. You are <laughs> a new creation. You're a new creation. And I was like, Yes, hallelujah, I'm a new creation. And I come out of the water and I dry off and everything, and I'm about to change my clothes. Yeah. And I'm standing there a little like dripping wet. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes up the church with mother comes up with a clipboard and it's a small clipboard it's like a mini clipboard and she comes up it's small enough and my my baptism I can see she's filled out my baptism certificate which I still have it's this little oh, it's so I'm precious she gave it to you I didn't deserve it according to her and she, so she fills out she's filling out my baptism certificate and a little on the on the clipboard and she says, okay, so you baptized today. And she writes down the date and she says, okay, and I'm mother so-and-so. And she writes down her, her name, name. And, and then witness of, and she writes down whoever. And then she looks up at me and she says, now, do you want to tarry for the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Had you ever even heard that phrase in your life? I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> and I, so I said, I said, hmm. <laughs> and she said, do you want to tarry for the Holy Ghost? <laughs> and I said, well, how long will it take? <laughs> and she looked at me flabbergasted. <laughs> and she said, well, it could take all night. <laughs> and I said, I'll come back for it, thanks. <laughs> and I, know she and I left. And she <laughs> I mean, just jaw dropped. That I would not do this. And I took my little certificate and I was like, I got to go. I got to get on the subway. The train's going to stop. I got to get back to Manhattan. <laughs> Whatever God wants me to have, he can he find me. me he, he'll find me. He'll find me on the train or next Sunday. It's a wonder and, you got the Holy Ghost. And it was, so it was like after that, I was like, what did she even ask me? I didn't oh understand. And so within that denomination, to tarry means to wait, T-A-R-O-Y. Right? And that yeah. was, they used to have tarrying services. Yes. Where you would literally go to church to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit yeah. with the evidence of speaking, speaking in, in tongues. tongues. That was the condition. Yes. And that's so how we know we can stop waiting. Know, that's how we know we can stop waiting is that you started speaking in oh tongues. And until you do, the service is happening. Which is why she Which said. Which is why she said it, it could take, take all, all night. night. You're going to sit here and pray and Jesus, 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 until. Until. You actually speak in tongues. And it could take oh. an hour. It could take five minutes. It could take five hours. And you definitely weren't waiting. I was for definitely that. not waiting. And I didn't know what she was talking about. So I just said, <laughs> no, nah, girl, no, nah, mother, I'll come on back for him. But how preposterous that I literally thought, I'll, I'll come back for the Holy Spirit. 
I didn't know that's what I was saying, you know, and I definitely didn't know that I needed to do it. But she looked at me like, well, he's leaving here half saved. Because in her mind, in her mind, you're not. Yeah, you did I, I not didn't finish the it. Process. I did not like put the seal on it that would have yeah. proven this. So you just went through this baptism. You're soaking wet, and now you're about to go back in these Brooklyn streets <laughs> with no Holy with Ghost. No Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. I went back home. Oh my and- gosh. But the thing, I mean, the thing that tickles me is knowing you and knowing that you have been filled yeah, I'm with bit, the Holy Spirit. But, but I am a very pragmatic person in that regard. Well, where, you learned, you learned what it's for. Right. I learned what right. it was for. I mean, and 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 to be quite honest, I'm glad that I didn't stay because I didn't know. I was just going through the motions of you, whatever. It you literally would have been there till four a.m. Oh, I would have. Yeah, because if I didn't with no feel, train, if I didn't feel geez, it, geez, 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 yeah. Geez. And then I would have just been like, well, what am I supposed to do? And then I just started with a, you know, should have bought a Honda and faked that yeah, thing on you, out of here because yeah. I got to get the train. You would have put that mic back on. <laughs> oh, that's an inside joke from another episode. <laughs> Keep listening. Episode. That's why you can't miss you one can't episode. You can't miss one thing. Because you got to know the stories. Because it's all one If you want to know the inside jokes, you got to <laughs> You got listen. to be inside. <laughs> you got to come on in inside. But yeah, she, oh my um, goodness. I, I think that she definitely thought, okay, he doesn't know what he's doing. I did not know what I was doing. I knew to participate to the extent that I wanted to participate and that I really, really did feel I want God in this way. Yes, yes. But I didn't know what it took or what it was being asked of me. And I don't think she knew. She, I think, I don't think she knew that this at your church was described as if anyone wants to get baptized, hasn't gotten baptized yet, we're going to do it this night. Right, right. Like in her mind, this is your... The third is, step of the process that started exactly, maybe on Sunday or exactly, something. Exactly. Exactly. And I went back. I mean, I, w- I did go. I went back to church, and, you know, I was I was a new creation. I really was, and I knew that I was. Yeah, yeah. So then I, I guess now knowing you and watching you in your devotional time, and I don't stand there like a creeper while you're doing devotion. I was going to say, is that you over my shoulder? <laughs> I thought no, that was the Holy Spirit all this time. <laughs> no, but I'm saying knowing about your time with the Lord and knowing you're such an intercessor and you just, you, you do, you completely spend time in the presence of the Lord mm. and the Holy Spirit is with you. I would say that now you would say that the Holy Spirit is worth the wait. Oh, absolutely <laughs> worth the wait. I, I couldn't do anything without him. And, and, and yeah. it's been a journey because I think there's such a stigma attached to the Holy Spirit. And I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a trap of the enemy, honestly, to make God's people prickly about it. Mm. And, and then so that, we can so that we don't access it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't access the power that is, right. uh, that, that is available to us through the Holy Spirit and then the, so that we can disagree about it. Yeah. And it can become a contentious thing and we can land on tongues or we can land on baptism. Or we can land, and it's like, mm-hmm, listen— mm-hmm. Jesus said, I'm going away and I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to give you power. What? Period. Go for it. Go for it. You need it. And so the process of going forward and what that looks like, I think denominations have really made a mess of it because I think a lot of times Mm. um, people have been hurt, have been confused, have been freaked out, have been Mm -hmm. weirded out. And so we've just decided that it's altogether wrong because it can't be defined clearly. But how Mm -hmm. could— Or it's altogether right and you're left out. And you're left out, exactly. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. how could a triune God and three persons ever be confined or explained by our finite thinking? Like all of it is going to be a mystery. All of it is 
is out there. Yeah. And it's so, like a platypus. What in the world is a platypus? Don't even get me started on platypuses. You know how I love these animals. Because they're mammals, but they lay eggs. Right. Which is not common to most exactly. mammals. Then they also yeah. have a venomous spur on the back of their hind Crazy. foot. Yes. They have webbed feet. Yes. They have fur. Yes. The, the mothers secrete milk from their glands. That's where you lost me. <laughs> That's where I jumped off your, your ship, okay? Um, because that's a little gross. When researchers found them, when scientists found the platypus uh-huh. in the 1800s or whatever, they thought it was a hoax. They thought that people had gotten together and stitched together no a way. monstrous animal because it's not supposed to exist. Yeah, it's pretty now, weird. Tell me there's not a god. <laughs> Look at that platypus and tell me there's not a god. He was chuckling. <laughs> With a sense of humor and like you will not be able to figure it out. Your categories are great but not complete. They can't describe it. They can't describe everything. Such is the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Such is. is, But it's real. It's like, you know, I think we we work so hard to confine and explain it in a way that feels good or palatable to us, but that it's not for our palatability, if that's Mm, a word. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's not, it sounded great. yeah, Yeah, the Holy Spirit is is power and he's a helper and he's present and he's God and he's with he's, he's with us with us and, and he's within us and he's flowing out of us and there are so many incredible things that we can know about mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit so it is so bizarre to me that we spend so much time arguing about the things that we may misunderstand when there's so much mm-hmm. that is so easily comprehensible yeah. and accessible about him yeah. Yeah, I I have been leaning into the mystery of God lately and the mystery that is how the Holy Spirit walks with us just through prayer Mm -hmm. and through inviting him into the day in my devotional time and just saying, yeah, I'm okay not knowing exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. The guardrails certainly are the Bible. Like I'm not accepting anything outside of what God has shown us in the Bible, but I am leaning into that mystery. I don't know if I, if, if it's our age or when you have kids, you realize how mm-hmm. not in control you are or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, but mm-hmm. just leaning into the mystery of, hey, we have a God who is other, who is right. holy, right. who is above, and we're I don't actually want to figure, to figure that all out. out. Even if I could, I cannot, right. but right. I enjoy the fact that there's still some mystery there, and yeah. I've been leaning in. Well, that's one of the things, even, you know, you mentioned the kids. That's something that parenting has taught me, this idea of mystery. And I find myself all the time saying to Gabe and Benji, do you trust daddy? Do you just trust me? Yes. And they want to know where we're going, what time we're doing it, how's this going to work? Well, how could this be? Well, how come you sit? And I'm just always saying like, hey, do you just trust me? Can you trust me? Oh, I told you about the time when my dad was, we were on a road trip when I was probably about 11. And we were in his Ford wagon, which cost $400, and he was proud of it. I don't know why. Because I don't actually think I want to ride in the rain in a $400 for a wagon on a four-hour road trip. But either way, we were doing it because he was probably, he needed to be at a church, and it was a road trip for a church thing, as usual. We were driving through Alabama or Mississippi, coming back to Memphis, and the road was flooded ahead of us. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Like, we're going to have to go in that water. We're on a state route. Like, there's no mm-hmm. other way around. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the way unless we want to spend another two hours going a different way. So we ended up trying to make it through the water thinking maybe it won't be high enough to actually get to the bottom of the car. 
It was. Mm-mm. Car stopped. Car stalled. And you know me. Freak out mode. Oh, oh, oh I went in. Daddy, oh my goodness. Daddy, how we going? Daddy, daddy, how we going to get out of this? Daddy. And he just said, have a little faith in me, Janice. Mm. And in that moment, I realized, oh, right. That's really sad. Like, I wasn't trusting you. I mm-hmm. was just freaking out. And I don't know what he did because I fell asleep because I was still... You fell asleep in your in your fear and panic. <laughs> I'm just going to go to sleep. You tell me <laughs> tell how it turned out. Stress response <laughs> at 11. I fell asleep. But when I woke up, we were almost home. And I don't know how he did it. And a friend said recently, I bet he pushed that car. <gasps> and I'm like, it never occurred to me. He probably pushed that car through the water. Ask him. He probably I want to ask him. I'll that cry. That car. Sweet daddy. Bishop Lawrence Lewis Reddick III. I bet he did. Anyway, I love that man. Either way, it's when I realized like some things you're not going to know. Some things mm-hmm. you do just have to trust. Because I had nothing to offer in that moment. Right. As an 11 year old little girl, there's nothing. No, you, you were know. just requiring I'm, and pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he got us through. And in the same way, leaning into the mystery of the Holy Spirit, like I don't always know how He's going to get us through. But just lean in mm-hmm. and trust and mm-hmm. engage instead of focusing on the little things that we don't quite understand. Right. Maybe we won't understand for a while. Yeah. And I'm I'm actually okay with that. Well, and that's the funny thing about it is that God is like, hey, I got you a gift. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. And we are so busy like, well, how does it work? How is it going to be tongues? Can we do tongues in the church or we got to only do tongues in the house in the prayer? <laughs> like, what the, and it's like... Give me this gift back. Like, you know, and gifts come without <laughs> repentance, so he's not going to do it. But it's like, what kind of gift recipient I know. has Ooh. to understand every nuance of how it could possibly ever work before yes. we just enjoy not just the gift, but the giver? Yes. Because it's a, yes. to me, feels like it would be a little bit of a slap in the face. I, I'm going to tell you right now, and you know, when I'm telling the Christmas story, <laughs> I don't tell the Santa part. And I'm going to just leave it at that in case you're listening in a car with your children. I don't want to tell his part. Mm-hmm. Because I want you to be excited about the giver. You the understand? Gi- <laughs> I went to Target. <laughs> it's my credit card. <laughs> Santa's asleep. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. He didn't do this. Okay. No, but that's real because I think at the end of the day, you know, and that's the real gain for me, I think, is that, man, receiving mm. any any gift from God, like any gift, like yeah. you zoom all the way back, salvation, all of it, like we don't have to understand what mm-hmm. it is at all. Like faith doesn't start with our understanding. Yeah. Like Abraham didn't have faith because you're going to have, uh, you know, such a generation of, of of children. The whole world is going to be through your seed. Okay, well, I have no kids. So how is that going to happen, God? Hmm? Explain mm-hmm. it to me. Like explain what day, what day, you know, like which name is going to be a boy first. Like, not, yeah. like he just said, yeah, I trust you for that. I yeah. trust you for that because of who you are. And that's a very hard thing to do. Yes. But it is what it requires. But then also waiting for him. I was about to say. That's a big deal. That's a big deal because now looking back. If you knew then what you know now, would you have waited? I would have waited. If I knew all that the Holy that Spirit— That he was on the other side that of that if time. I, yeah, I was going to say, if I knew that the Holy Spirit was sitting on the other end of that time, however long it would have taken, mm-hmm. I would have gone and waited, if that's what it took. 
if that's what it took, I would have done if it. If she didn't speak to you in the King James if she, version. If she had not spoken in the King James and had done the NIV or the message and been like, hey, there's power. You want to stick around? I'd be like, sure. <laughs> she didn't say that. She said, do you want to tarry for the Holy Ghost? And I said, mm-mm. I'm going back to my dorm. I'm going back to my dorm room, ma'am. I'm going to leave. <laughs> oh, my word. Because the Holy Ghost can meet me there. That's what I felt. No, I wasn't going to do that. But now knowing what I know, yes, I wa- <laughs> it is a joy every morning to wake up and see and wait for him mm-hmm. and to see what he might have to say to me about right. the day yeah. and about life and about you and about mm-hmm. the, the, the boys. And oh, about yeah, because the, you know, he's, like, he's, he has said things about our boys that we never could have anticipated. Yes. And it's like yes. that parenting tip, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, yeah. was spot on. Well, he just did it yesterday. The other day, he yeah. said, like, literally, I was having a hard oh, time yes. understanding yep, something yep. that that uh, Gabriel, our eldest, was dealing with emotionally. And it was just, we he was going back and forth with me. And we we allow our boys a little bit of leeway. More than most black more people than do. Most I'm just going to say right now, because sometimes the black mama from Memphis rises up in me. And what do you want to say? Like, Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> but we give them a little bit of room to express themselves. You've more grace than I. Yes. A smidge, <laughs> um, depending on the day. Depending on the day. But to express themselves and art- articulate what they're feeling, because yeah. I do want to know what they're feeling. And, right. And um, he was just just combative in a way that I couldn't identify in right. his own little six-year-old way. It was combative. Mm-hmm. And I, I knelt down. I always try to kneel down and get at his level. Um, and I said, hey, why are we going at each other today? Now this is look, yes, I'm having a conversation with a six year old, but I well, now he's to know. he's a he's a good conversationalist. Yeah. And so I said, "Why are we going at each other today?" And he said, "I don't know." And the Holy Spirit, I kid you not, I've never thought this before. I've never processed this phrase. Right. It was as clear as day to me in that moment. He's defending himself against you, and I said. Do you feel like you have to defend yourself against me? He said, "Yes." The tears. That's when and you the know tears. the nail and on I the head. Said, why? I mean, I'm like, what is that? And he said, I feel like I have to defend myself against you because you're going to say something that is not accurate. It's, I mean, it's not true to what I'm what I'm doing. You're going to think I'm doing something that I'm not That's doing, right. and I have to defend myself. And I got up and I told I told you, I was like, yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. just showed me that he feels like he has to defend himself against oh, me. Goodness. I don't know where that came from, but it unlocked a key yeah. for for parenting him in that moment yes. and for the next several days. And it for was patience. Like, and for patience. It was like, okay, yeah. so this is what he's feeling. This yeah. is how he's how he's identifying his emotion. Right. This is how he's perceiving my, like, staying on him, my fussing. I always fuss at the boys. You, honey, you love to fuss. I'm a professional fusser. Yes. You I get fuss. so many punches on your black parent card for that. I'm I'd be like, fusser. punch, next when you get a free card. And let me tell you another thing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm a, I'm a fusser. <laughs> But I realize I can't fuss with him right now because the way that he's interpreting my yeah. fussing is that he needs to be on the defense uh, defensive mm, against me. And yeah. that's not the relationship that I want with him. So anyway, all that to say, it's it's one of the things, the Holy Spirit is just very practical. He's very real. He's very present. Yes. Um, and yeah, of course I would have waited for him if I knew. If you knew, you if were I waiting. If I knew. But the I'm Holy so Spirit glad that is it, worth the wait. Uh, but I'm also so glad that he pursues you. Ooh, because even you, though Lord. I didn't wait, he still came and found me. He sure did. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Just, thank you, Lord. <sighs> 
Hey guys, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe now and access more or wherever you're watching or listening so you never miss an episode.